0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: It's going down. This is episode 22 of the Damage Report Live Radio. This is Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino, joined by my trusty co-host, Ted Check. How you doing, Ted? Hey, Jeff. I'm doing great, man. Ready to talk some MMA. It's, uh,
0: it's a big weekend for MMA, or just for combat sports in general. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited,
1: as, as always. Yes, uh, on the local area, as well as uh, regional, you know, UFC, uh, so a good sports weekend too. There's some football to be going on, but uh, Steelers aren't playing, so I'm not as interested. But uh, once you, uh, we're going to be joined by uh, MMA Barnes Eddie the Dude Dowd later. So uh, whenever he gets to call in, so why don't you do the uh, the promo spot, and then uh, we'll get started with some uh, some local MMA, and then work our way out towards national and international.
0: Sure, yeah. Uh, for all of your MMA needs, whether it be anything uh, equipment related or apparel related, go to MMABarn.org. And uh, as a special added bonus, since we are connected with them, we're affiliated with them. If you use D A M M A G E damage, if you use that as your code, then you get free shipping. So what's better than that? Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean like, I, I, said, I, uh, Eddie's going to be joining us, so that's good.
1: Yeah yeah he's uh i believe he said he's at a funeral or will be mm-hmm. leaving a funeral, so he's gonna to try to call in as soon as possible uh but yeah definitely there's i have checked out the website at, at, over there at uh, shop.mmabarn.org, and they got some amazing products there uh and definitely if you put in our our code damage there you get free shipping i mean you can't really beat that um All right. so, so uh I was gonna say i got someone messaged me i believe oh. That's my landlord, sorry. I uh, didn't mean to get distracted. But, uh, yeah, to the hey, local uh, and regional MMA scene, uh, there's um, coming up uh, on the 24th, which is uh, just eight days from now, over there, uh, closer to where you're at, Ted uh, Williamsport, is um, uh, Gladiators of the Cage 15. Uh, they're normally a Pittsburgh-based promotion. um uh, Robert Joseph does uh, excellent MMA in Pittsburgh, but they've expanded. They're going to be in Williamsport on the 24th. Just wanted to give a shout out to Robert and to Dan Bogan because Dan always mentions the Damage Report and us by name at every Gladiators of the Cage event. So I just wanted to oh, uh, to uh, yeah, give them a shout out. So I don't know if you're going to be available on the 24th, but you know, Williamsport, PA, Gladiators of the Cage. There's going to be some amazing fights going on there. Um, Also coming up a little bit later on in the year It's March Uh, I had to say this because it was something that I mean it's the local promotion here in Altoona But it's it's something really amazing They're making a step forward there Uh, I guess they're adding in some uh, New wrinkles to the the Promotion it's been around for a while But Complete Devastation announced That they are going to be doing a four woman Tournament to determine Their women's champion Now I'm not uh, I used to be associated, not really, I wasn't an employee with them. I used to help out with the events, but I haven't been uh associated with them for the last event or so I don't really know everything about this. I can only go by what I saw on the post yesterday. So I'm assuming that it's gonna be an amateur hundred and thirty five pound uh title that they're going for since that's the fights that they had put on in the past. Um they were known for having the first Uh, women's fight in central Pennsylvania, not southeastern PA, but in central Pennsylvania, and that was a a women's amateur 135. So uh, Ryan Glunt, the matchmaker for Complete Devastation, um, was saying how um, he's looking to get four women together for their event that's coming up on March 28th. They're going to have those two fights, and then the winners of those two fights will compete at the next uh, Complete Devastation event, which I'm not sure when that's going to be. Um, you know, they had been doing them every other month. They've uh, slowed down their pace a little bit, but they're saying presumably at the event after the March 28th event, the two winners will face each other to become the inaugural CD MMA Women's Champions. So that's exciting. Um, I sent out a post and I tagged some uh, exciting uh, women's fighters in the area from Pittsburgh, like uh, Jamie Chesney. Uh, Melissa Gomer-Gazdick, uh, even down to South Carolina with our friend Alexa Connors. Uh, I'd like to see, you know, some some of the top-notch women go for that because, uh, you know, CD MMA had a history of bringing quality MMA to the, the area, and I'd like to see that continued with this uh, women's championship. So um, I was going to say, do you have a, some information? I believe uh, uh, your buddy James there at uh, Global Proving Ground is uh, putting on an event Saturday. Uh, do you have any information right. on that? Well, yeah, Jeff, if I could, I, I wanted to run down kind
0: of like everything, because I know we can't get to absolutely everything that's going on this weekend, but uh, just to kind of
1: mm-hmm.
0: touch on it quickly to give a rundown. Tonight we have uh, Legacy Kickboxing on uh, Access yes. TV. That's their first um, foray into kickboxing. And Pat Barry is a former UFC fighter is uh, and Rose Namajunas' boyfriend, or fiancé. Uh, he's amazing, yeah. so that's going to be awesome uh also tonight Bellator 132 on spike uh then if we uh i think that's it for tonight if you if you go to tomorrow night uh like you're talking about global proving ground uh is going to take place in new jersey you can see that on gofightlive.tv or you can go see it live sam orpiza is uh is headlining that event uh in the boxing world we have uh, a heavyweight bout on showtimes Verne versus wilder um, Steve Earn is a is a champion and Wilder is is a uh, fast rising prospect, so uh, that should be a good one. Also, uh, World Series of Fighting 17. Um, that's and then uh, of course on Sunday, after the Patriots game, we have uh, UFC Fight Night in Boston on Fox, uh, headlined of course by Conor McGregor and Dennis Seaver. So the, I don't know if you
1: can get Dennis is fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't they mean are but I, I didn't see that. I Didn't see him in any of the promos. Are, are you sure he's fighting yet? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I, that, I think it's still up in the air. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one of the, the contention points how I believe even in the revised uh commercial you still only get to see Dennis Seaver for maybe half a second. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, he was that's kind of his motivation point. Uh, you know, he's going to make he's going to make them pay for that, you know. You know, you don't Run. bypass him. <laughs> but right. yeah, but he, that, the, that's uh, definitely like you said. That's a, an amazing list of uh, events. Yeah,
0: right. And just to touch on uh, on Global Proving Ground, uh, uh, James Jefferson he is the uh, he's the promoter, and uh, Sam Sam Orpiza he had uh, three straight wins in Bellator. Um, only, yeah. He's I believe he's ten and one, and uh, every one of his fights that he's won, all ten of those fights have been finishing So I, I just uh, I, I'm glad he's fighting for Global global proving ground, but uh, after this fight, there's no reason why he can't get picked up, why he shouldn't be picked up by a larger organization, whether it be I don't know, well, I guess he, he couldn't work it out with Bellator, so I'm hoping the UFC takes notice. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that Jimmy Binns, his manager, you know, is in contact with them and <laughs> is doing his, ad, his absolute best to uh, to get Sam in that organization, because that's where he belongs. That's exactly where he yeah. belongs.
1: Whether it's Ed Welter, or He's fought at both welterweight and middleweight. Yeah. Actually, I mean to segue into that, last night I was uh lucky enough to speak with Sam uh on uh cage side submission. Steven Reichel asked me to co-host and uh yeah, uh Sam was on there. And actually your your friend uh James Jefferson there from uh Global Proving Ground even stepped in and and they both said that he should be in the UFC. Um he had a little bit of trouble there making weight at uh wealth weight. He, he was saying last night, he's decided that middleweight is where it's going to be from now on. Mm. He's not going to push his body too much. He's got, his, he's a new father. So he, he wants to think of his family and his earning capacity long-term. And uh, yes. yeah, you were right. He he had three first round finishes for Bellator and he asked to be uh, released from that contract because he wanted to uh, make a push to go to uh, the UFC. Mm. He felt he was uh possibly available, and, you know, he made a, a push to try to come in for the Uriah Hall fight, but um, unfortunately, the UFC went a different direction, and uh, speaking of that, I'm going to bring in Eddie, because he's here, because Eddie has yeah. uh, a little bit of an association with that. Eddie, uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Uriah Hall fight coming up this Sunday and uh, how you're associated
2: to that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, my, um, I train to top play mixed martial arts, my my head coach is uh, Ron the choir boy, Stallings. On Sunday night, he received a call that he was going to get the chance to fill in um, to fight Uriah Hall, whose opponent just just had to pull out of the uh, bout. So, so yeah, on um, you know Sunday at the USC fight night, what is it, 59? He's going to be uh, taking on Uriah Hall in the the fight right before the co-main event on the main card.
1: Yeah, that was. And again, if you didn't hear me, that is uh, Eddie the Dude Dow there from MMABarn.org. Uh, we gave the promo earlier, telling people to go shop at the store there. You got amazing uh, products, great prices, and we gave them the, the promo code Damage so that they can get free shipping. So, uh, how's it been going there, Eddie? How you doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm just excited to um, you know go up to Boston and see. You know, it's it's, it's it's going to be a great night. I mean, I get to see uh, Ron fight. I get to see, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Donald Cerrone also. And then um one of my favorite fighters, Conor McGregor, is fighting. So it's it couldn't have happened at a better time and in a better place, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Ted, I was going to try to go yeah. to Boston later, but, my, hey, since we have Eddie here, might as well get into that. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on USC fight night in Boston, Um all the different, there's a lot of wrinkles here you can talk about, like we were saying, how Dennis Seaver really wasn't part of the promo. Uh, Donald Cerrone came in last minute, and uh, Henderson didn't even realize that he was fighting Cerrone uh, until, you know, he wasn't told by the UFC. So what are your, your thoughts on uh, UFC Fight Night Boston, and then I'll get Eddie's, Eddie's picks in there too. Sure, yeah. Uh, with McGregor
0: and, and Seaver, yeah, definitely Seaver was, was overlooked from the get-go. Uh and McGregor is, is the UFC's golden boy. Everybody knows it. Um, so, uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense from that standpoint. They see him as the cash cow, as, as, the, as the rising star. So they're putting all their money uh, behind him. I mean, you know, of course the risk is that Seaver that is going to be the spoiler, you know, that, that he's going to get the upset. He said, I was just reading an interview with him, he said he, he's done that before with uh, his fight with uh, jo- George Sotaropoulos. Uh, everybody thought that Soderopoulos was going to win, and Siever ended up winning that fight. So he's been in that position before. He's angry. He is. A, he is an angry man now, you know, because he's mm-hmm. been overlooked by everybody. And uh, I mean, that you know, emotion can work for you, or it can work against you in the cage. So we'll have to see. But as far as the fight itself, um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Conor McGregor to win. I, I've already done a video on it, but uh, yeah, I, I think I don't. Know, I don't know about the whole minute. But, you know. I'm I want to finish him within two minutes or whatever. I um I can't get my accent down. But uh you know, I don't I don't believe in that, but uh I think he will finish uh Dennis Siever. Uh I just think he's he's incredibly skilled. And Seaver is not the uh the ground specialist that everyone's been talking about you know, that, that uh that McGregor needs to fight. Everyone's say, oh wait till McGregor fights a wrestler and then we'll see how good he does. Well Seaver's not that guy. Seaver is a stand-up fighter. He's got that, that devastating spinning back kick to the liver. And so he what he does is he knocks you down and that's and follows you down to the ground. He doesn't get you with a takedown. So we're not going to see that from Dennis Seaver, I don't think. Uh, so I'm predicting a, a KO uh, for Conor McGregor. Um, with Cerrone versus uh, Ben Henderson, that's going to be a closer fight. These guys have fought twice before, and Bendo... Has uh, has taken both of those fights. He took one by uh, decision and then one by submission. But Cerrone is just on a different level now. You know that guy is just he's on a tear, and he loves to fight often. So the two weeks, you know, fighting within two weeks, that that's not going to mean anything to him. He's injury free as far as I can tell, and uh, you know he he yeah I guess he he tweeted, Ben Henderson and said hey let's go let's go for the fifty k let's let's get the bonus and that might have been. You know, as you said, Jeff, that, you know, that might have been the first time that, that Ben Henderson heard that he was fighting Cerrone. Uh But I think it's going to be an entertaining fight, but I think Cerrone is going to win by decision on that. So I, I just wanted to do the, the top two to, to leave time for Eddie and, and then okay. get discussed.
1: Well, I was going to say, obviously, uh, I assume, Eddie, you're going to pick uh, your, your coach there, Ron Stallings, in the Uri Hall fight. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the main event and the co-main event for uh, USC Boston?
2: Uh, you're talking. You ask for my thoughts.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. I, I, said, I, you're picking,
1: I Yeah, I, I assume you're picking. Uh, you know, your coach Ron Stallings for the Uri Hall fight. But what do you think about McGregor, Seaver, and Cerrone Henderson?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, you. Um. Seaver said that he's angry. That's that's an actual quote from him.
1: mhm Yeah. he he's he, he pissed
2: off. I, I I believe
0: yeah, yeah I was because reading that I, I mean I don't, I don't know if that's I, a direct quote yeah
2: he's mad yeah because if if he if he comes in there angry if Caesar comes in there angry I mean it's going to be like any other Conor McGregor fight I mean look what look how every whenever uh, McGregor gets into somebody's head and makes them angry um, you know he he uh, does well in that in that um, in that pressure the the pressure that the person's putting on him because when you when you attack with anger you uh, there's flaws and there's uh there's there's places where you can counter and uh, uh McGregor is uh is an expert at capitalizing on that and if i believe yeah if Sievers if he, saying he's angry he's going to fight you know he's going to fight angry and you know uh, McGregor will uh will will capitalize on his on the on the opportunities um put out by by Sieber from his anger um Cerrone and um and uh, Ben Henderson, I think that, um, uh, I don't know because I know that, uh, Ben Henderson's been, you know, on the on kind of a, on a little bit of a losing streak, not not so much of a losing streak, but he's, um, you know, not the Ben Henderson that he was when he was, when he was, uh, fighting for the title and all and defending his title when he was champion. Um, and, uh, Cerrone's on such a tear. I think that Cerrone's actually going to avenge the two losses that he had to him. I, I see him, um, um, being able to uh, beat uh, uh, Ben Henderson, possibly even stop him again, just like he was uh, stopped previously. But, I mean, uh, anything can happen in that one just because they have fought two times, Ben H- Henderson won before. But the fact that Ben Henderson is on a losing streak, has, uh, is coming off of a loss, and, um, you know, Donald Cerrone such on such a tear, I'm going to favor uh, Donald Cerrone on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Yeah, basically – I'm agreeing with what you guys are saying. I, I'm I'm picking Conor McGregor not just because, you know, I mean, he's, you know, I'm Irish, he's Irish and and I uh, I do have my Irish bias. I, I definitely believe that McGregor is is going to take this one. I would love to see uh him get a title fight and them do the whole Croke Park uh in Dublin and just break records for attendance and and all that. Um And I agree with what you're saying about Cerrone. I mean, yeah, Ben Henderson is is still Ben Henderson, but he's not the Ben Henderson uh, that he was. And Cerrone is more on an upswing. And and, uh, there is a possibility that Henderson could uh, reverse his direction and start to make that trek back towards being, uh, you know, the undeclared champion that he thought he was. Uh, But I don't see it happening uh, in Boston. I, I think Donald Cerrone is just, his momentum is pushing forward. He's got too many fights in a row that he's won, and uh, that's going to happen there. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to go with your your uh, coach there, Ron Stallings, on the Uriah Hall fight. And then, other than that, except for the Matt Van Buren Sean O'Connell fight, anything that has to do with an Irish fighter, I'm ca- I'm picking on them. You know, Norman Park, Cassal Pendred, uh, Paddy are in there. Um, I'm I'm picking them on all of them because that's you know it's not just because they're Irish but you know because I believe in them as well but yeah but definitely I'm gonna be hoisting my uh, Irish tricolor flag there but, uh, but yeah drinking.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it it's like going to Boston going to Boston going to Boston this weekend is gonna be like a like a cheap uh, trip to Ireland because. You know, uh, Conor McGregor sold out uh, 10% of all the MGM Grand in his last in UFC 178 was uh, was Irish fans coming from Ireland. That's you know, it, to travel from the shores of, from the shores of Ireland to the shores of um, the East Coast is 3,000 miles. You know, 3,000 miles. That's 6,000 miles <coughs> they travel just to watch them fight. I mean, and you're you're talking Boston, one of the the highest, uh, you know, has a high population of of Irish people, and then you know, his last event, he, he brought in 10% of the, he sold out 10% of the MGM Graham were Irish. You know, I mean, what's this event yeah. going to be like? It's like a, it's it, 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 like I feel like <laughs> there's going to be more Irish people there than there are than there are um, anything else. You know, it's possible. Yeah, I, do, I believe Harry uh, yeah,
1: Halloran was saying uh, that the Irish have already started invading Boston as of yesterday so uh, yeah. yeah it's going to be uh they're going to they're going to be ready for the event i'm sure um i was say we got a couple other things we'd like to talk about i'd like to get into uh ufc uh 170, or 185 sorry i saw that uh, that's uh fixing up to be an incredible fight card i know it's not till march but just the fights that they've announced on there are just amazing um most notable, other than the Anthony Pettis and Rafael uh, dos Anjos fight, they announced uh, they pulled Matt Brown from the main event of another event, and they're mixing him with Johnny Hendricks because uh, the reports were different. First, uh, you heard that Hendricks uh, wanted a fight before the the rematch trilogy fight uh, for the belt. Then you heard it was the UFC's decision. Uh, last I heard, it was that uh, Robbie Lawler just wasn't ready to fight. Whether that means that he's just tired. From fighting five fights uh, in about fourteen months, or whether he was injured, but um, I think they did the right move by putting Matt Brown versus Johnny Hendricks, because uh, you know Lawler had to you know win a fight to get that rematch. So I think it's only right that Hendricks did too, and uh, I think that's going to be a hell of a fight. Also, it may be a spoiler because Matt Brown could defeat Johnny Hendricks, and that would be something to see uh, the rematch of Brown Lawler. Also in that so, we got uh, Nelson white I was gonna let me just announce the other two fights, and then I'll let uh, Ted and, and Eddie go into there. We also have Roy Big Country Nelson and Alistair Overeem, and then Carla Esparza is gonna defend her strawweight belt against Joanna. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I don't. Want, I'm gonna say Jezersik. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys, uh, Ted. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, UFC 185? And then we'll go over to Eddie. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well I, I, you know, pettis Dosanjo's fight is, is uh, gonna be exciting, but I think Pettis is just on another level entirely. Um, you know, just when you thought he was he was an amazing striker, he you know, he pulls off the, the uh, unbelievable submission. You know, submitting Ben Henderson, are you kidding me? I mean that guy was like zombie. Nobody could submit that guy and then and then same thing with Gilbert Melendez had never been submitted in his mm-hmm. career. Uh so just uh he's just a it's just a tremendous athlete. And on another level, I don't think um, you know anybody's. I just don't see anybody beating him for a while. and I don't think it's going to beat Dos Anjos. But uh, yeah, the, the the real intriguing thing is is what you were talking about with uh, Johnny Hendricks and um, and Robbie Lawler and that that whole situation and Matt Brown. Um, I wasn't yeah, like a lot of people, I wasn't ready for the for the trilogy. I wasn't ready to see Hendricks Lawler or Lawler Hendricks three. I, I, like you, you know, I thought, hey, you know, he needs another fight in there, just like um, another one, uh, Junior Dos Santos and Cain Velasquez. When they, Before they rematched, in between the, the three fights that they had, they, they always had to, the loser always had to win at least one bout to get back mm-hmm. and and get a rematch. So I, I think it's fair. I think, you know, history has shown that's what that's what needs to happen. So I wasn't ready for that, and I was uh, pushing for uh, Rory McDonald To get the shot against Robbie Lawler And I really hope, this this opens that up And I hope that's the direction that the UFC Is going in, they they haven't announced What they're going to do with Robbie Lawler With that title shot But um, I hope that's the direction they're going in But as far as Brown versus uh, um, Johnny Hendricks Definitely uh, Brown has a great shot Um, You know, he he is uh, I I love that guy, such an exciting fighter Um, Takes a lot of risks and Hendricks, you know, uh, has tried to win fights before with his takedown. I don't know that that uh, that that trend will continue. I mean, he's, he's had. When you look back on his career, he's had a lot of close fights. Like the, the Koscheck fight was close, GSP fight was close. Although I thought he did win it, the Condit did fight. Um, the ones with Waller, he's had a lot, of lot of close fights. And so uh, Matt Brown, you know, I think is, is has a very good shot of taking a decision. Win over over Johnny Hendricks, and Hendricks. The other yeah. one, other thing, Hendricks' punches just didn't even seem that hard uh, when he was fighting Lawler. So I don't know if he has any nagging injuries or or what. You know, the, you know, they they had the bicep tear, but I mean, Lawler was just smiling at him if you if you remember in that last fight. Yeah, you know, it had no effect
1: on the guy. Which could be the same. How uh, Hendricks was saying how the weight cut was hard on him, and he may either consider moving up the middleweight or possibly retiring. And it could be like you're saying. You know, he just he. I think he realizes that weight is just like Joe Rogan says. It's the point of diminishing returns. Sure, he can make mm. the weight, but is he being effective? But uh, Eddie, what are your your thoughts uh, on UFC 185?
2: Okay, 185. Um, the, the main event for that one is. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't think that I don't see him um being able to defeat uh Anthony Petas. I mean Anthony Pettis is on a tear. Um I mean he's not only an elite level striker, he he's proven in his last two fights, you know, he's submitted two um I mean he's a Brazilian he's just a blue belt, but it goes to show that the the belt level doesn't mean anything because he's submitted two uh black belts in his past two in his past two fights. You know, um, Ben Henderson with the arm bar and then um it was uh Guillotine I bl- I think I remember with the um with uh um Gilbert Melendez. So yeah, I mean I think he's on a tear. I think he's I don't see anybody really beating him. Um I see uh if Don Cerrone um beats Ben Henderson, um I feel like he should be close in the mix because, you know, that's eight fights straight mm-hmm. and I I'd like to see that rematch but I don't even know you know, I feel like um, you know Cerrone a step ahead of a lot of people in the in the division, and then you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Pettis is is as far ahead of Cerrone also too. So I feel it's it, you know, I, I don't see anybody beating Pettis at the moment at lightweight.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that's definitely sure. Uh, Pettis is, uh, I think he predicted that he's going to take out Dos Angeles in the first round, but. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, uh, uh, any day.
2: Go ahead. You can't be on a Wheaties box and then lose your title that fast. You know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be bad. Uh, but the, what about the?
1: I was gonna say, you guys. What, what about the uh, Roy Nelson and Alistair Overeem? What are your thoughts? I mean, is somebody going to sleep? Uh, is that going to be uh, a barn birder, or is it going to end up going out the decision? What do you think about that? Ooh.
2: Um, ah. I don't know because I feel like um, since, you know, Alistair Overeem isn't eating his horse meat anymore, <laughs> it, uh, it, he's, you know, he's up and down now. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, because Roy Nelson, you know, you never count him out. Sometimes, you know, it seems like he's always he always gets up there and then he'll, you know, lose somebody that you wouldn't think he would. But um, I, I'm going to actually go with Roy Nelson on this one just because, you know, I think that, um, uh, Overeem's chin's a little suspect, you know, and, um, I think that, I think that Roy Nelson might be able to touch it in the fight. Okay. Ted, what do you think?
1: Well,
0: Eddie, uh, no, I, I, you got some good points. I mean, I, I chose uh out there Overeem because, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he is chinny, uh, that's for sure. Um, but he, he seems to be kind of on the upswing, um, and uh, Roy Nelson, well, he just had that loss to Mark Hunt. Although, I mean, there's no shame in that. I mean, Mark Hunt is is just uh, uh, an amazing striker. Uh, but uh, over, it seems like uh, Nelson has trouble with kind of technical strikers. Like remember in the in the Miocic fight, you know, he had he had he had trouble with Stipe Miocic. And uh, I mean, if you don't want to just stand and bang with him, that's you know. Then there's a problem, I think, for Roy Nelson, and that's the way I see it with with Overeem. He's not going to just stand right in front of him, but he, but he is going to try to clinch and knee, and and stuff like that. And so I, I think I think Overeem going to win this one by knockout. Um, you know, although we we could see we could see Overeem do what he's done before, which is you know go for takedowns, like he did in the was it the mirror fight, where he kind of played it safe. And and yep. did a lot of takedowns and stuff like that and and just really didn't do too much once he once he once he got the takedown. But um I don't know, yeah, he maybe he maybe he fears the uh um the fists of, of Roy Nelson and, and might go that route. I don't know, it, it's it's
1: tough to call. Um, but
0: so we'll we'll just have to see. Yeah, that's,
1: I, I, I agree with both of you on that. It's, it's, it, is it going to be the inconsistent Alistair Overeem, or is it going to be a focused Alistair Overeem because he's been training with John Jones? And uh, it's the thing is with Roy Nelson, he hadn't been knocked out before, but now that Mark Hunt's done it, you know, they say you, once you've been knocked out, you're more susceptible to being knocked out. Right. So I, I believe if Alistair Overeem is focused and doesn't get distracted with any of the BS, that he could take out Roy Nelson. And uh, I think it's going to be an exciting fight either way. Either Roy yeah. either knocks you out or he gets beat up for five rounds, you know, or more recently, you know, with Hunt, he got knocked out. So either way, it's going to be exciting. Um, but before that, that's happening in March. There's uh, In April, we're having UFC on Fox 15 in North, New Jersey. So that's, that's closer to where you guys are compared to where I'm at. And uh, I've only seen two of the fights announced on that so far, but both of the fights have me really excited. One is uh, Paul Felder, the Irish Dragon, you know, Philadelphia fighter, excellent guy against uh, perennial favorite Jim Miller. And the other fight is is Paige Van Zandt against Felice Herrig. And uh, I just wanted to, like, Ted, what, what are your thoughts on that? And uh, I don't know if you have any other uh, fight matchups from that. I'm not sure, but if you have any info... I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on that, and then we'll go to Eddie. Oh, yeah, Jeff. I I think the main event is Machida versus Rockhold, if I'm I'm
0: not mistaken. Ah. I think think that's that's the main event. I I did not know that, yeah. That that card's shaped up nicely. But uh, to focus on Felder versus Miller, because I I just did a video on this. Um, Yeah, I I interviewed Paul Felder a couple years ago uh, when he was training in Philly before he met uh, Cerrone, or at least before he started training with him. And, uh, you know, great guy and actually a, a an accomplished stage actor, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. I, I said this before, um, you know, if, if he ever does make that, uh, if he ever does, you know, get to the to the top tiers of, of MMA and then maybe jumps to, to Hollywood, he's already got the chops. You know, he's already got the skills, the acting skills. Uh, but anyway... As far as fighting, you know, of course everybody was really impressed with him uh, with his spinning backfist win over Danny Castillo. Um, you know, wow. I mean, he's definitely deserving of the uh, of a fight of the night or, or performance bonus, as they call it now. Um, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, Miller is a tougher fighter. Miller's a wrestler. Miller is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. But uh, I think uh, that, that Felder, you know, is going to prevail in this one, too um you know he just is, he is so good on the feet and um you know i, I think he's i think he's going to be able to keep it standing you know just because he's such a great athlete i think he's going to be able to sprawl out of the takedowns and things like that or, or if he's taken down he'll be able to sweep and get back up and uh so i, I think he's going to going to be able to get the win over miller possibly by knockout
1: okay <laughs>
0: um
1: and what do you think about uh page and uh belice
0: well, um, you know, I, I mean, this is this—it's it's a
1: good fight. Uh,
0: Van Zant, I think they're—they've um, they, given her a tough opponent in in Felice Herrick, but they—I think they like her, you know, because well, she she won her first fight. She's only she's inexperienced at four and one I think I think it is. You know, yeah. but she's uh, yeah. let's face it, she's hot. She's good looking. Too. <laughs> so kind of good. Yes. I you know, they're kinda of, they, you know, I think they're kind of uh, looking at her like, oh, this is somebody, you know, if she continues winning maybe you know, maybe we can kinda of focus on her. Uh and she's young too. Um and uh so but but with Herrica, she's got her hands full with Felice Herrick and Felice Herrick has probably like triple the, the experience that she does. And yeah. uh so it's gonna be a tough fight. Gonna be a tough fight for for uh, Van Zant. Um, I mean, Herod was kind of up and down, you know, in, in watching the Ultimate Fighter. You know, I, I, she wasn't one of the best girls in the house, but uh, I still think she has enough skill to to win in this fight by decision.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Um, Eddie, yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big, uh, I think that Paul Feller is going to do a lot of big things in in the UFC. I mean, I I saw his fight uh, in the last event, and he looked very good. But um, I got to run, but I just got to say, you know, um, UFC fight night, 59, you know, I think that, um, you know, Ron Saunders is coming in there on a week's notice, but I think that, you know, I know that um, as long as he can control the inside space, he can keep it at a two to three foot uh a distance. He he's gonna shock the world and um you know, I think that he can do well against against Uriah Hall. A lot of the people that uh Uriah Hall's caught, everybody knows that he doesn't fight well in in uh the short distance
1: and right. people try to close
2: and get caught. But I mean if he can close that distance he can he can win this fight and I believe okay. that he will. And um I gotta run, um but sure. You know, USC Fight Night, sure. don't count Ron Songs out. He's about to shock the world. All right.
1: All right. Uh, hey, that's, yeah. Much to, all that's
2: right. Much to run. Yeah, thanks for all having right. us, Eddie, man.
1: Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> thank, thank you. That's all sorry, Eddie. Thank you. you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, well, I'm, yeah, I I kind of uh, agree with what Eddie's saying that Ron Songs could shock the world, and it's quite possible. And, uh, you know, some people were saying that, uh, the UFC just, they were looking for a, a can for Hall to crush. And I don't think, the, if that's, that's the case, if that's what they're looking for, I don't think they uh, made the right choice by picking Stallings because he's, he's coming to fight. Um, but getting oh, yeah. back to the yeah. what, what we were, were talking about there is uh, uh, Paige, like I said, uh, she she had pretty much the most exciting fight that almost nobody got to see because they put her uh, UFC debut on the fight pass prelims and didn't uh, re-air it on uh, the televised portion. So, I mean, it was a fight that everybody was talking about, but almost nobody got to see. And um, I just, I when I woke up today, I turned on the TV, and uh, they were re-airing the, um, the top uh, 19, or top 20, sorry, um, uh, finale there, and I got to see Felice's fight again. And, and uh, I was impressed with her. Like you said, she she may not have been the best one in the house, but she's you know she's a force to be reckoned with. And and I was actually impressed by her uh, her post fight uh, interview there. And she was very down to earth. She was very uh, impressionable and, and approachable. It seemed, she, you know, she wasn't you know on guard like you had seen regarding the whole excuse me the uh, the Heather Clark uh, issue going on where she was getting defensive and, and some people weren't uh, appreciative of uh, her comments uh i think it's going to be a good fight uh like you said is is uh Van just uh you know just a face or is, is she talented enough to do it so I, I think it's possible uh the only loss she has is against uh, tisha torres uh so it it's going to be a good one but the fight that i'm, I'm out of the two that we do have cuz i couldn't pull up on wikipedia it I, I do believe you're right though that it is uh, about the main event but i, I definitely yeah. i i think paul felder is going to uh to beat Jim Miller, and that's taking nothing away from Jim Miller. I mean, he is an excellent oh, yeah, fighter. He is player. a legitimate black belt. Um, it's just, I think uh, Paul Felder's just got the age and the momentum and the talent on his. You know, he's on the upswing, and Jim Miller is coming at the plateau. And I think uh, Felder's just going to take him, and and it would be great to see Paul get you know go three and zero in the UFC, and 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 you know stake his claim towards a potential title shot somewhere down the line. Um, I was going to say oh, we're, hey, we're running on extra time time here, but I wanted to, I wanted you to give. I, I saw you made a a YouTube video about Kimbo Slice, and I was wondering: is there any other? Yeah. If you could talk on that real quick, and any other thoughts that you want before we uh, run out of time, I'll let you. Uh, yeah. Have yeah the sure night.
0: yeah uh, well one thing I want to just go back real quick to to uh, USP Boston sure. something that occurred mm-hmm. to me we got to watch out for the toothpick man. We got to watch out for Ben Henry's oh, toothpicks. A, that could be the edge in this a, whole fight with Cerrone. Yes, he or won't he have it? I mean, he's going to. I can tell you, in? guaranteed, he will have it uh, when he walks out to the cage. And if that, and then the refs better check him. They better, they better, mm-hmm. you know, scrape his mouth. They better, you know, look inside there with a telescope and all that stuff, because uh, you know he might have several toothpicks stuck up in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, that's possible got to watch out for that but yeah, yeah uh for Kimbo Slice um you know people somebody on uh on twitter was saying uh, or was asking me what what do I think about it and I think it's uh or that that it, it they weren't impressed you know let's just put it that way they weren't impressed with that acquisition by Bellator I I uh I think it's a good move by them I mean he's 40 years old he's 4 and 2 but he brings with him a, uh, he already has a fan base, and that's what Bellator needs. That's what Bellator's going mm-hmm. after. Guys who already have fan bases. Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Stefan Bonner, to a lesser degree. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, you know, guys, cast-offs from, from the UFC, like Chuck Congo. Guys who are already established. I mean, yeah, Bellator, mm-hmm. uh, when they first started off, they, they made a name for themselves by having homegrown stars. You know, guys that they would build up who were, who were unknowns before. But they right now, they need People who already have uh, who have fan bases, and that's and Kimbo fits the bill right there. That and he's yeah. and he's, he's an exciting fighter, you know. Is uh, he the most skilled? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but he comes to fight, and uh, you know. So there's a lot. There's a lot of intriguing matchups that you can have there. You know, put him up against uh, Chuck Congo. Put him up against Labar Johnson. I was going to say Levar Arrington, um, the uh, uh, the former football player. Uh, Levar Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Put him up against uh, uh, Volkov. Um, you know, there's, there's a number of there's a number of guys that they've got mm-hmm. in their heavyweight stable. So, um, you know, I think it's a good thing. Yeah,
1: I I, I mean, hey, like you said, I mean, he, he, the baddest man at the backyard barbecue still may have some life in MMA. I mean, there <laughs>
2: they're,
1: if they use him correctly, and Scott Coker is is smart enough that I think he could use him correctly it could be exciting. And, you know, I mean, it, it's not going to be Elite XC questionable uh, integrity kind of thing. I think he's either going to win or lose, and they'll decide whether they keep him after a couple of fights. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know what they sure do. Say, Before we... What? Oh, go ahead, Jared. Go ahead. Are, yeah, be, no, i mean, let's subject. Get I want to say on this. Yeah, they should get Ken
0: there Shamrock back. Cause remember, they were supposed to fight in Elite XC, and then Ken Shamrock had that weird cut over his head. And, uh, I think he uh, did so that
1: intentionally. Uh, there, if you know, remember it was a question to that, it was yeah, because he got into he got into trouble with his brother uh, Frank because they, you know, Frank was saying you just super glue that crap and then you get out there and fight. But I think it was because Ken didn't want to compromise his integrity. They were asking him to stand up and not go down uh, to the mat, and you know that way Kimbo would have a better than average chance. And I think. Ken didn't want to compromise himself, so that's why he allowed himself to get hurt. But yeah, i well, if it would be a, a, I would say, if it's but, on the up and up, I'd love to see
0: that. Yeah, I mean, Ken just announced that he's going to go into uh, bare knuckle boxing, but I think he should go the other way and he should he should uh, gain enough weight so he can get up to heavyweight and uh, and take on Kimbo and let's see that fight that was supposed to happen years and years ago in Elite XC. Uh, that's just, I not love a, that. A start. Yeah. I'm thinking about that.
1: I was gonna say, real quick, before we, we're almost, uh, I, we probably have like five minutes or, or so, but I, I want to get some uh, shout-outs again. But I, I want to hear your real quick thoughts on the uh, the John Jones uh, debacle that we found out since uh, the fight at UFC 182 with the failed drug test, hiding under the cage from the people who were going to do the drug testing, one night in I'm rehab. Uh, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on everything that is John Jones? Oh, that's so messed
0: up, man. I, I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. It's such, it's such a it's a debacle. I mean, really, there is no other word for it than that. Um, so many mistakes made, and you know, Dana White, I don't think even knows where he's going with his with his spin on this whole thing. You know, because John Jones's mom said he spent one night, and then Dana White was saying no, it wasn't that. But then we've heard, oh well, John Jones is going to be at the Patriots game. You know, because both his brothers are playing in it, so he must be out now. So he must not have spent that much time in rehab. Certainly not enough for it to do anything. I mean, you know, usually it's twenty eight days. I've you know, in my experience I've heard longer, three months, six months, yeah. a year. So um yeah, the whole thing is really messed up, but uh bottom line, I think they should have I know they couldn't prevent him they said they couldn't legally prevent him from fighting. Okay, that's fine. And I know it was out of competition that, that test for, for the cocaine. However yeah. Beyond that, they still should have sanctioned him in one way. The UFC, you know, suspend him, fine him, something. Instead of saying you're proud mm-hmm. of him, uh, that's just ridiculous. How about you? What do you think? Yeah.
1: That? Yeah, I mean, Dana White is on record saying that, that they test people beyond what the athletic commissioners do and that regardless of who catches somebody testing hot, whether it be for PEDs, uh banned substances or illegal substances Dana white went on record before saying that anyone who gets caught gets a year suspension from the UFC, no matter what the other athletic commission say so and he kind of backed down from that you know i mean what and like he said he can't justify that i mean it's an illegal substance well, you know whether it was in in competition or out of competition it's an illegal substance and it was 3 weeks right. prior to the biggest title fight that he he had. And, and I honestly think the reason they didn't do it was because, I mean, we know that whenever he uh, Jones didn't fight that one event, it cost the UFC like $20 million. And I, I right. think they didn't want to dip into that. And I think it's more about money and it, and unfortunately they're compromising integrity on that, where they're, you know, here they are, There, uh, Ashley Evans-Smith got popped for a diuretic. Basically, she was trying to make weight. She didn't take a, a performance-enhancing drug. She took something to help her make weight. And she's getting up, like, a temporary suspension that could last up to nine months. For something that, yeah. that's not illegal, it's just it's on the banned list. Of, and fighters know that, but she chose to do it. But, but here they are, you know, something that Melvin Gillard got, got suspended for, I mean, the same exact thing. I mean, cocaine is, is like like uh, Rick James says, cocaine is a hell of a drug. And, <laughs> and they shouldn't, <laughs> the UFC should not be appearing soft on that. They should be taking a very proactive stance, and it's unfortunate that they're applying a different standard because John Jones is who he is, and he's bringing a lot of yep. money to the promotion. Um, oh I totally believe that. Gonna say, I'm gonna, and, I'm going to let you give your final thoughts here and then we can uh, I'll let you close it out and then I'll give a final shout out. But yeah, it's excellent show. Thank you for uh being here. It was great. Oh, no problem. Um, so what are, what are you your do? final thoughts, Ted?
0: Well, thank you, Jeff, you know, for for being the uh the host. The host with the most. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, also the Reebok deal, you know, with with the Reebok deal and everything. Uh you know, I would would imagine that the UFC was incredibly pissed off at Jones. Like, the timing couldn't be any worse, you know, with the the Reebok deal around the corner. And, well, I mean, actually, they started signing some fighters, you know, Jones and and, uh, Rousey um, and Conor McGregor. So...